gentlemen. You know, I always like to take this opportunity to talk about myself. The man of the hour. And let me tell you something, Daddy. When you're the man, you make history every time you step foot in this ring. And that's the bottom line. That's the truth. Wrestling Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 53 of the Top Sweet Wrestling Podcast. We're about to hop right on into it, ladies and gentlemen. An exciting time in wrestling. And look, I like to go with the news for the podcast. And this week's news has been nothing but all elite wrestling talk. So... That's what the podcast is going to be about. We're about to talk about All Elite Wrestling. A lot of news bits to come out about All Elite Wrestling. And I am very interested to hop into all of it. And we're about to get this thing started right now. Feel free find me. find me on YouTube. You know, everywhere you find me. iTunes. Twitter, most importantly. If you don't know where you can find me, Twitter. At OMGCorp being Twitter at 2TweetPOD. That's the number 2TweetPOD. So, first up, we're going to start with the best thing I've seen this week and the funniest thing I've seen this week. Non AEW related here, WWE related here. Best thing I've seen this week Angry Ronda Rousey. I love Angry Ronda Rousey. She got up in Becky Lynch's junk. I enjoyed every bit of it. And I loved how she, she went at her, at her, and then she went at the fans. She kind of stumbled a little bit. She went at the fans as well. She beat down the ride squad. I love Angry Ronda Rousey. That was the best thing I've seen of the week. The funniest thing I've seen this week is Triple H. Triple H's schnoz. Look, the, the Triple H and Becky Lynch face-off. That was funny, but like I said, more importantly, Triple H's nose. It's like every time he gets into a face-off with somebody, it never fails. I always look up and I say, man, that dude's nose is huge. And I don't know if it's the fact that he cut off the hair that, that in, engulfs it more, so that makes it that much more noticeable. But we, he has short hair now, and it's like the nose is just way out there, and it's like... You just think that, man, if he blows through his nose, he's going to engulf the entire arena. And he's, he's just lumbering over poor Becky Lynch. It just, it just didn't look right. I'm just, I'm sorry. That was just the funniest thing I've seen all week. So let's hop right on into the news bits. AEW All Elite Wrestling. And this one is not a news bit, more of a personal thing. The hate of All Elite Wrestling. Boy, the stuff you see on social media is just incredible sometimes, man. Especially amongst the wrestling Twitter community. Mostly, most times we're on the same page. You know, we're all loving each other, but there's just sometimes we're just hating each other and fighting and scrapping. And this AEW stuff has put a very noticeable divide amongst the wrestling community. It's like either you love it or you hate it. I don't know what it is about it. But I'm about to hop right on into it. Like, you would think that everybody would be excited about another wrestling company coming. Uh, another wrestling company being built up. It's it's more wrestling. Like, I would think the, the overriding majority would be hugely excited. And I remember on, what was it, New Year's Eve? New Year's Eve night, New Year's? 
when the announcement came down on being the elite, man, it was it was excitement. Every 100% excitement. Everybody was hyped for it. And then all of this just kind of merged. And I mentioned this months earlier in another podcast. It kind of just merged into an all-out game war. Like, you can only rep one wrestling company. And, like, if you rep an AEW, you can't rep nobody else in. Like, if you rep in somebody else, then you don't like AEW. And I'm not saying that's everybody, but I'm seeing a lot of it going around that I'm not watching that company. So, I mean, I would think people would be more excited because, first of all, wrestlers are getting paid, man. And I love that I am for the wrestler. I will always be pro wrestler and pro them getting paid whatever they can. And we're seeing reports pop up left and right. I'm about to get into a lot of them that, man, wrestlers are getting paid. And I'm enjoying the heck out of it. So I would think another I think I would think people would love that as well. I'm pretty sure people do love it, but people just won't let the hate of AEW go to look at the fact that man, people are getting paid because of it. And when I say that, I mean that another billionaire has entered the wrestling company, uh entered into the wrestling in- industry, excuse me. So money is getting handed out left and right, man. And I really don't see what's there not to like. Well, I'm about to, I, I, there are a couple of things that I see. Just two two things that I can see why people will get upset. And that is, look, I understand it. Every time we hear a report about a disgruntled wrestler, I understand that everybody's jumping into the Twitter mentions with the doggone Cody gif, the, the, the Cody ear gif. I understand. I understand how that can be a tad bit annoying. Okay, I get that. That can be annoying every time you pop around, every time you look at Cody Rhodes' tweets under his mentions, every time you look at a wrestler with a a, a cryptic tweet or a a tweet that they're upset about, you see Cody Rhodes in the hallway with the camera rolling up to his face with his hand, the Hulk Hogan hand on his ear. I get that that can be a little bit annoying. Okay, I get it. Also... I understand that people don't want to see their favorites leave their company, and I understand that. You know, I'm from the age to where, you know, people just left wrestling companies, and they just appeared in other wrestling companies, so I don't have a problem with it. Uh, Obviously, I can see why people would feel that, okay, I want to see this wrestler in this company because they're having a lot of success in this company. I want to see them stay. I'm not saying you're wrong there, but... There's a light at the end of the tunnel if those wrestlers leave said wrestling companies. If they happen to end up with an AEW or somewhere else, it could be financially great for them. It could be storyline-wise. It could be great for them as well. We just do not know. So I get those reasons why people are upset, those two reasons. But what I don't get is the resistance. Like, I don't get people hating AEW at all costs and not watching it. At all costs. Like, I'm not watching this whatsoever. I'm hating on everything that's talk, being talked about with AEW. All of that stuff. I just don't get the resistance because I'm coming from a time and era to where you just watch wrestling. I've seen this tweet on Twitter that has been going around, you know, AEW, WWE, something to the effect of AEW, WWE, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, uh, New Japan, Ring of Honor. It doesn't matter. It's all wrestling. 
And that's what I'm saying. It's all wrestling. Like, it doesn't matter what the company is. You should be able to watch and enjoy wrestling because it's wrestling. It doesn't have to be a gang allegiance. It doesn't have to be a gang war to where it's like, oh, I'm with this company. So I'm not I'm not watching them other companies. Doing that, I will be. I'm going to be watching all the companies that I can before I just drop from watching too much wrestling. So moving on here and man, the like I said, man, the AEW component, it is just causing a divide man so moving on here aw we talking about the tv possible tv deals that they have on the table here dave Meltzer jumped in on it he said that they have two tv deals to choose from uh he said that these tv stations are real stations with real money which probably uh means that Look, it's going to be a great deal. And he said that this would be the best TV deal any wrestling company other than WWE has gotten since the heyday of WCW. Man, that's a mouthful. And look, this is a huge deal. Because when AEW first got going, I remember the initial podcast I did. I said it's going to come down to two factors. One, if the owner pays, comes off the money. And two if they get a big TV deal and the owner has come off the money and is coming off the money. And it seems like a TV deal at this point is not a matter of if it's a matter of when, and that is a huge thing, man. The owner is spending the money left and right. I got to hand it to him. And I got to say, it would be so crazy if AEW ended up on TNT. The wrestling lover that I am, the WCW guy that I am, remembers the the TNT days. The Nitro days of TNT. It would be just downright crazy if AEW landed a deal on Time Warner with TNT. Like a lot of that had been being talked about, being you know whispered about. But we're seeing two big deals possibly in place. And if they get a good TV deal, they can come right out of the blocks. I'm not going to sit here and say competing, but they can come out of the blocks big time. Like if you get a big time television station, if you can fill out arenas, people are going to look at that and be drawn in by it. Because, you know, in this day and age of 2019, you know, we all have a mindset. Wrestling fans these days have a mindset of just set up the ring and we'll watch it. If it's entertaining, we'll, we'll give it we'll give it a mention. We don't care how small it is. We'll watch it. But going to casual wrestling fans, they're going to look for something big. I mean, it's just the way it is. And if they have something big, they're on a TV station that's very readily accessible. Oh, they have something here. And if they can get decent ratings, man, they are have up to something huge. And all it takes is one. And in this case, it, it's the, the, the reports say... That it's two wrestling companies, uh, excuse me, two television deals that they are looking at. And man, I got to say, I'm very excited to see how this all turns out. If they get a, a huge TV deal with the TNT, people are going to ick freaking explode. So I'm looking forward to every single bit of that. So moving on, we had a, another report from Wrestle Votes. It said from the WrestleVotes Twitter account, excuse me, 
Tip that. Said, seems like the first rule shot has been fired. So it says AEW has made an outstanding offer to a current big time WWE superstar. An offer that is almost too good to turn down. Things are about to get really interesting. So, of course, when this tweet went out, everybody just freaking lost it. And, like, I lost it. I was like, uh-oh, here come the rooms. And, of course, here came, here came the people with the Cody gif. The Cody gif. I know people are a gif jif, however they're saying it in 2019. I know people are sick and tired of that gif jif. I'm kind of sick and tired of the gif jif, to be honest with it. But the fact still remains, people, they're, they're with the Cody gif. So, another follow-up to the story, was, which was pretty interesting, came from Sean Ross Sapp, and he addressed the report by Russell Votes. He said they did not re reveal who the name is, but he went on to say, and I quote, uh, this comes from Meditory.com, from Sean Ross Sapp, he said, before I get to this, I'm not saying this person was offered an AEW deal. I'm not saying if that happened. Because I don't know if that happened. In fact, I asked people in AEW about this. I was told we are not tampering. What you are likely seeing is a particular agent trying to leverage more money out of this situation. He would go on to say that Randy Orton was described as being openly discussing his willingness to speak to all elite wrestling. And... It, like he said, it was once again noted that someone from AEW told him that they are not going to be tampering. But this is pretty interesting. Now, this is just a report. To be fair, just a report. But I'm re I read and react to reports. That's what I do. And Randy Orton in AEW, it's not likely. It could just be leverage. And I've been saying for weeks, for months now, that the wrestlers better use their leverage. Like I've been saying for forever now, the wrestlers better be on the phone with Cody and the Young Bucks. I like have Vince at the negotiating table and just say, look, I got Cody and the Young Bucks online too. Like I've been saying for use this leverage because WWE is just going to pay Brock Lesnar the money anyways. So why not use AEW as leverage? Could this be just the leverage sport from Randy Orton? I'm sure it could be. I'm not mad at him if it is. So it could just be just a leverage ploy. But what if this report is legitimate and we do see a Randy Orton in All Elite Wrestling? Would that be a good signing? I got to say that it's not a signing that I would particularly be interested in. But like I said, AEW could possibly have a TV deal. What these people, what these casual fans on this TV deal are going to be looking for, fans who haven't watched wrestling forever, they just happen to stroll again up on AEW, if that so happens. They're going to be looking for familiar faces. And Randy Orton is one of those wrestlers that was part of the era right before the Monday Night War was over, right after things got finished. In 2001, 2002, 2003, Randy Orton came along. He's one of those faces that Randy Orton just seen in less that people remember. And Randy Orton is a notable face. So I look at it and I say it would be a good deal for casual fans because look, the Young Bucks, as it pertains to casual fans, the Young Bucks, 
uh, Omega. Ah, uh, guys like that, they're not getting having, you know, wrestling. Back when the Rock and Stone Cold quick, they just love wrestling. Like, they don't know those guys. So if they so happen to roll on a guy like a Randy Orton, they might stay and see the Young Bucks and whomever else AEW fills out the roster with. So, I got to say that I wouldn't be excited for it, but I wouldn't be against it. Now, I see a lot of people saying that, oh, man, AEW, um, it, this is just TNA over again. Here's where TNA went, went wrong. They signed some good names, but they signed a wee bit, wee bit too many names that couldn't go. Wrestlers like Christian, wrestlers like Kurt Angle, great signings. They could still go. They had name value, but they could still go. But wrestlers like Mick Foley, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, those were wrestlers where like, they had name value, but they couldn't go. So once the nostalgia wore off of that name value, they were meaningless. So Randy Orton can still go relatively. He's not the most exciting wrestler in the world, but he can still put on a decent match. And he has name value. So it would be a decent signing for them, in my opinion, if they went down that route. So this is where we are with AEW and these signings and these reports coming out. And these defections. So, I mean, this is where I am at. I know these are a lot of defections. And I know that these are a lot of reports that are upsetting people. But you know what? Toot on bad, buddy boy. This is, this is what's going to go down. We talk about what made the 90s great. All the things that made the 90s great. If you didn't live it, I'm sorry you missed out. You missed out on one of the greatest times in sporting history, not just wrestling history. But when you look at the 90s, what made the the heart of the 90s, especially when it got to around the time when it was the WCW uh, versus WWF uh, wars, the Monday Night Wars, it was defections. The heart of what made those things great, of what made that war great was the defections. And... I'm very excited. I don't know about you guys. I know you guys are tired of seeing the Cody gift. I'm tired of seeing it too, but I can't get enough of these reports. So moving on, this double or nothing ticket uh, fest slash announcement coming later on. And I'm very much looking forward to it. They're going to be in Las Vegas. And as the press release says here, uh, Cody Rhodes, Young Bucks, and Brandy Rhodes will reveal spectacular new signings, exciting new partnerships, ticket on sale information, and a special guest appearance. So, in addition, Hangman Page, SCU, will partake in the festivities. So, this is very interesting. I will be watching. I cannot wait gonna be down at 9 eastern so i'm gonna pop myself in front of my tv turn on youtube i'm gonna watch it like it's a tv show so looking at this just like i said for the prior announcement look i think they have to do an even better job here it has to be well done like they can't have stuff and just have some decent 
uh, press conference or ticket announcement here, and it just be decent, a double or nothing uh, ticket announcement, and it's just decent, and we just go home. No, 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 no. It has to be well done. More importantly, we need some clarification on some things like uh, the women in wrestling, uh, the health insurance thing. There was a lot of stuff that they mentioned in the original uh, uh, not the ticket, the press conference or the press initial announcement when Jericho appeared, that announcement, there's a lot of stuff that they left open for interpretation. I would like clarification on those things. Another thing is just like with the first press conference, I said that a big announcement had to happen. And I'm here to say this time that a couple of things need to go down. A couple of big things need to go down. Like they said, they promised new partnerships. So, okay, what does that mean? Who's getting involved with All Elite Wrestling? I'm ready to see that. Like, I wouldn't mind an Impact Wrestling getting involved with All Elite Wrestling, but we'll see as it goes forward. We need something big here. Just like Jericho, we need something big, and, and we're all anticipating that that big thing is going to be Kenny Omega. And... I thought that Kenny Omega would show up at that first press conference, but he was still on the contract, so I had that one wrong. He's going to show up here doing it. If not here, then where? Like, okay, this is going to be the time that you announce Kenny Omega, and it's going to be a huge deal, and I would like to see them pull out another surprise out of the bag. I don't know what that surprise is, but I would love to see them pull it out for this to be a huge deal. Everybody's going to be watching there's no wrestling going on on Thursday night. So we're all going to be sitting back with nothing to do besides watch this and react. So I'm very much looking forward to this ticket release, press release, press conference. I'm looking forward to it to see how it all turns out. And I'm going to give my full thoughts on it eventually. So that is the All Elite Wrestling Podcast for this episode, episode 53 of the two. Sweet Wrestling Podcast. Let me know your thoughts. Whether that be in the YouTube comments at OMG Court or on Twitter at OMG Court B or at 2 Sweet POD. That's the number 2 Sweet POD. Let me know your thoughts on All Elite Wrestling and what you are looking forward to in the future. Let me know your thoughts. <laughs>